Chapter 12 Mineral Nutrition The basic needs of all organisms are essentially the same. They require macromolecules such as carbohydrates, proteins and fats and water and minerals for their growth and development. This chapter focuses mainly on inorganic plant nutrition wherein you will study the methods to identify elements essential to growth and development of plants and the criteria for stabilizing the essentiality. You will also study the role of essential elements, their major deficiency, symptoms and the mechanism of absorption of these essential elements. The chapter also introduces you briefly to the significance and the mechanism of biological nitrogen fixation. Methods to study the mineral requirements of plants. In 1860, Julius von Sack, a prominent German botanist, demonstrated for the first time that plants could be grown to maturity in a defined nutrient solution in complete absence of soil. This technique of growing plant in a nutrient solution is known as hydroponics. Since then, a number of improvised methods have been employed to try and determine the mineral nutrients essential for plants. The essence of all these methods involves the culture of plants in a soil-free defined mineral solution. These methods require purified water and mineral nutrient salts. Can you explain why this is so essential? After a series of experiments in which the roots of the plants were immersed in nutrient solutions and wherein an element was added, removed or given in varied concentration, a mineral solution suitable for the plant growth was obtained. By this method, essential elements were identified and their deficiency symptoms discovered. Hydroponics has been successfully employed as a technique for the commercial production of vegetables such as tomato, seedless cucumber and lettuce. It must be emphasized that the nutrient solutions must be adequately aerated to obtain the optimum growth. What would happen if solutions were poorly aerated? Essential Mineral Elements Most of the mineral present in soil can enter plants through roots. In fact, more than 60 elements of the 105 discovered so far are found in different plants. Some plant species accumulate selenium, some other gold, while some plants growing near nuclear test site take up radioactive strontium. There are techniques that are able to detect the mineral even at a very low concentration, 10 to power minus 8 gram per milliliter. The question is whether all the diverse mineral elements present in a plant, for example gold and selenium as mentioned above, are really necessary for plants? How do we decide what is essential for plants and what is not? Criteria for Essentiality The criteria for essentiality of an element are given below. Number 1. The element must be absolutely necessary for supporting normal growth and, and reproduction. In the absence of the element, the plant do not complete their life cycle or set the seeds. Number 2. The requirement of the element must be specific and not replaceable by another element. In other words, deficiency of any one element cannot be met by supplying some other element. Number 3. The element must be directly involved in the metabolism of the plant.
based upon the above criteria only a few element have been found to be absolutely essential for plant growth and metabolism these elements are further divided into two broad categories based on their quantitative requirements number 1 is macronutrients and number 2 is micronutrients macronutrients are generally present in plant tissues in large amount in excess of 10 millimole per kg of dry matter the macronutrients include carbon hydrogen oxygen nitrogen phosphorus sulfur potassium calcium and magnesium of these carbon hydrogen and oxygen are mainly obtained from co2 and h2o while the others are absorbed from the soil as mineral nutrition micronutrients or trace elements are needed in very small amounts less than 10 millimole per kg of dry matter these include iron manganese copper molybdenum zinc boron chlorine and nickel in addition to the 17 elements essential elements named above there are some beneficial elements such as sodium silicon cobalt and selenium they are required by higher plants essential elements can also be grouped into four broad categories on the basis of their diverse functions these categories are number 1 essential elements as components of biomolecules and hence structural elements of cells example carbon hydrogen oxygen and nitrogen number 2 is essential elements that are components of energy related chemical compounds in plants example magnesium in chlorophyll and phosphorus in atp number 3 is essential elements that activate or inhibit enzymes for example magnesium 2 positive ion is an activator for both ribulose bisphosphate carboxylase oxygenase and phosphoenol pyruvate carboxylase both of which are critical enzymes in photosynthetic carbon fixation zinc 2 positive ion is an activator of alcohol dehydrogenase and molybdenum of nitrogenase during nitrogen metabolism can you name a few more elements that fall in this category for this you will need to recollect some of the biochemical pathways you um, you have studied earlier number 4 is some essential elements can alter the osmotic potential of a cell potassium plays an important role in the opening and closing of stomata you may recall the role of minerals as solutes in determining the water potential of a cell role of macro and micronutrients essential elements perform several functions they participate in various metabolic processes in the plant cells such as permeability of cell membrane maintenance of osmotic concentration of cell sap electron transport system buffering action enzymatic activity and act as major constituent of macromolecules and coenzymes various forms and functions of essential nutrient elements are given below nitrogen this is essential nutrient element required by plants in the greatest amount it is absorbed mainly as nitrate ion no3 negative though some are also taken up as nitrite no2 negative or nh4 positive that is ammonia 
Nitrogen is required by all parts of a plant, particularly the meristematic tissue and the metabolically active cells. Nitrogen is one of the major constituents of proteins, nucleic acids, vitamins and hormones. Phosphorus Phosphorus is obtained by absorbed by the plants from soil in the form of phosphate ions either as H2PO4 negative or HPO4 2 negative. Phosphorus is a constituent of cell membranes, certain proteins, all nucleic acid and nucleotides and is required for all phosphorylation reactions. Potassium it is absorbed as potassium ion K positive. In plants, this is required in more abundant quantities in the meristematic tissues, buds, leaves, and root tips. Potassium helps to maintain an anion cation balance in cells and is involved in protein synthesis, opening and closing of stomata, activation of enzyme, and in the maintenance of the turgidity of cells. Calcium. Plant absorb calcium from the soil in the form of calcium ions, Ca2 positive. Calcium is required by meristematic and differentiating tissues. During cell division, it is used in the synthesis of cell wall, particularly as calcium pactate in the middle lamella. It is also needed during the formation of mitotic spindle. It accumulates in older leaves. It is involved in the normal functioning of the cell membranes, it activates certain enzymes and plays an important role in regulating metabolic activities. Magnesium It is absorbed by plants in the form of divalent magnesium Mg2 positive ion. It activates the enzyme of respiration, photosynthesis and are involved in the synthesis of DNA and RNA. Magnesium is a constituent of the ring structure of chlorophyll and helps to maintain the ribosome structure. Sulfur Plant obtains sulfur in the form of sulfate ions, SO4, 2 negative. Sulfur is present in two amino acids, cysteine and methionine, and is the main constituent of several coenzymes, vitamins, thiamine, biotin, coenzyme A and Peridoxin. Iron. Plants obtain iron in the form of ferric ions Fe3 positive. It is required in larger amounts in comparison to other micronutrients. It is an important constituent of proteins involved in the transfer of electron like ferridoxin and cytochromes. It is reversible, reversibly oxidized from Fe2 positive to Fe3 positive during electron transfer. It activates catalase enzyme and is essential for the formation of chlorophyll. Manganese It is absorbed in the form of manganese ions, Mn2 positive. It activates many enzymes involved in photosynthesis, respiration and nitrogen metabolism. The best defined function of manganese is in the splitting of water to liberate oxygen during photosynthesis. Zinc Plant obtains zinc as ZN2 positive ions. It activates various enzymes, especially carboxylases. It is also needed in the synthesis of auxin.
copper it is absorbed as cupric ions cu2 positive ion it is essential for the overall metabolism in plants like iron it is associated with certain enzymes involved in redox reaction and is reversibly oxidized from cu positive to cu2 positive boron it is absorbed as bo3 3 negative or b4o7 2 negative boron is required for uptake and utilization of ca2 positive ion membrane functioning pollen germination cell elongation cell differentiation and carbohydrate translocation molybdenum plants obtain it in the form of molybdate ions mo o2 2 positive it is component of several enzymes including nitrogenase and nitrate reductase both of which participate in nitrogen metabolism chlorine it is absorbed in the form of chloride ion anion cl negative along with sodium ion and potassium ion it helps in determining the solute concentration and the anion cation balance in cells it is essential for the water splitting reaction in photosynthesis a reaction that leads to oxygen evolution deficiency symptoms of essential elements whenever the supply of an essential element becomes limited plant growth is retarded the concentration of the essential element below which plant growth is retarded is termed as critical concentration the element is said to be deficient when present below the critical concentration since each element has one or more specific structural or functional role in plants in the absence of any particular element plants show certain morphological changes these morphological changes are indicative of certain element deficiencies and are called deficiency symptoms the deficiency symptoms vary from element to element and they disappear when the deficient mineral nutrient is provided to the plant however if deprivation continues it may eventually lead to the death of the plant the parts of the plant that show the deficiency symptoms also depend on the mobility of the element in the plant for elements that are actively mobilized within the plants are exported to young developing tissues the deficiency symptom tend to appear first in the older tissues for example the deficiency symptom of nitrogen potassium and magnesium are visible first in senescent leaves in in the older leaves biomolecule containing these elements are broken down making these elements available for mobilizing to younger leaves the deficiency symptoms tend to appear first in the young tissues whenever the element are relatively immobile and are not transported out of the mature organs for example elements like sulfur and calcium are a part of the structural component of a of the cell and hence are not easily released this aspect of mineral nutrition of plant is of a great significance and importance to agriculture and horticulture the kind of deficiency symptoms shown in plants include chlorosis necrosis stunted plant growth premature fall of leaves 
and birds and inhibition of cell division chlorosis is the loss of chlorophyll leading to yellowing in leaves the symptom is caused by the deficiency of elements nitrogen potassium magnesium sulfur iron manganese zinc and molybdenum likewise necrosis or death of tissues particularly leaf tissues is due to the deficiency of calcium magnesium copper and potassium lack or low level of nitrogen potassium sulfur molybdenum causes an inhibition of cell division some elements like nitrogen sulfur molybdenum delay flowering if their concentration in plants is low you can see from the above that the deficiency of any element can cause multiple symptom and that the same symptom may be caused by the deficiency of one of several different elements hence to identify the defici deficient element one has to study all the symptoms developed in all the various parts of the plant and compare them with the available standard tables we must also be aware that the that different plants also respond differently to the deficiency of the same element toxicity of micronutrients the requirement of micronutrients is always in low amounts while their moderate decrease causes the deficiency symptoms and a moderate increase causes toxicity in other words there is narrow range of concentration at which the element are optimum any mineral ion concentration in tissues that reduces the dry weight of tissues by about 10% is considered toxic such critical concentrations vary widely among different micronutrients the toxicity symptom are difficult to identify toxicity levels for any element also vary for different plants many a times excess of an element may inhibit the uptake of another element for example the prominent symptom of manganese toxicity is the appearance of brown spots surrounded by chlorotic veins it is important to know that manganese com competes with iron and magnesium for uptake for uptake and with magnesium for binding with enzymes manganese also inhibit calcium translocation in suit apex therefore excess of manganese may in fact induce deficiency of iron magnesium and calcium thus what appears as symptom of manganese toxicity may actually be the deficiency symptom of iron magnesium and calcium can this knowledge be some uh, be of some importance to a farmer a gardener or even for you in your kitchen garden mechanism of absorption of elements much of the studies on mechanisms of absorption of elements by plants has been carried out in isolated cell tissues or organs these studies reveal that the process of absorption can be demarcated into two main phases in the first phase an initial rapid uptake of ions into the free space or outer space of cells the apoplast is passive in the second phase of uptake the ions are taken in slowly into the inner space the symplast of the cells the passive movement of ions 
into the apoplast usually occurs through ion channels the transmembrane proteins that function as selective pores on the other hand the entry of the entry or exit of ions to and from the symplast requires the expenditure of metabolic energy which is an active process the movement of ions is usually called flux the inward movement into the cells is influx and the outward movement efflux translocation of solutes mineral salts are translocated through xylem along with the ascending stream of water which is pulled up through the plant by transpirational pull analysis of xylem sap shows the presence of mineral salts in it use of radioisotopes of mineral elements also substantiate the view they that they are transported through the xylem use of radioisotopes of mineral elements also substantiate the view that they are transported through xylem soil as reservoir of essential elements majority of the nutrients that are essential for the growth and development of plants become available to the roots due to weathering and breakdown of rocks these processes enrich the soil with dissolved ions and inorganic salts since they are derived from the rock minerals their role in plant nutrition is referred to as mineral nutrition soil consists of a wide variety of substances soil not only supplies mineral but also harbors nitrogen fixing bacteria other microbes hold water supplies air to the roots and acts as matrix that stabilizes the plant since deficiency of essential elements affect the crop yield there is often a need for supplying them through fertilizers through fertilizers both macronutrients nitrogen phosphorus potassium sulfur etc and micronutrients copper zinc iron manganese etc form components of fertilizer and are applied as per need metabolism of nitrogen nitrogen cycle apart from carbon hydrogen and oxygen nitrogen is nitrogen is the most prevalent element in living organisms nitrogen is a constituent of amino acids proteins hormones chlorophylls and many of the vitamins plants compete with microbes for the limited nitrogen that is available in soil thus nitrogen is a limiting nutrient for both natural and agricultural ecosystems nitrogen exists as two nitrogen atoms joined by a very strong triple covalent bond the process of conversion of nitrogen to ammonia is termed as nitrogen fixation in nature lightning and ultraviolet radiation provide enough energy to convert nitrogen to nitrogen oxides industrial combustions forest fires automobile exhaust and power generating stations are also sources of atmospheric nitrogen oxides decomposition of organic nitrogen of dead plants and animals into ammonia is called ammonification some of this ammonia volatile volatilizes and re-enters the atmosphere 
but most of it is converted into nitrate by soil bacteria in the following steps 2NH3 plus 3O2 goes to 2NO2 negative ion plus 2H positive ion plus 2H2O second step is 2NO2 negative ion plus O2 goes to 2NO3 negative ion ammonia is first oxidized to nitrite by the bacteria nitrosomonas or nitrococcus the nitrite is further oxidized to nitrate with the help of bacterium nitrobacter these steps are called nitrification these nitrifying bacteria all are chemoautotrophs the nitrate thus formed is absorbed by plants and is transported to the leaves in leaves it is reduced to form ammonia that finally forms the amine group of amino acids nitrate present in the soil is also reduces to nitrogen by the process of denitrification denitrification is carried by bacteria pseudomonas and thiobacillus